Blog Talk Radio. On the mountain, in the valley, I behold only God. In hardship, I see God by my side. In ease and well-being, I behold only God. Like a candle, I melted amidst the sparks of the flames. I behold only God. Take me one source of light. Welcome to You Are Okay with Blog Talk Radio. This is Mara, and happy Holy Day. Uh, We are nearing Ramadan. Uh, We are in Passover, and we are celebrating Christmas. We're celebrating Easter, the uh, rebirth. Wow. I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm finding that this quarantine stuff is affecting me and it's making me kind of sad. 
And I guess what's making me sad, most of all, are the sad words that I hear people saying, the words of judging each other, which is why today's topic is, are you living a kind life? Speak for any of you. I can speak for myself. I can say that I try, and I can say that I fail. And sometimes I fail most in my mind, which disappoints me. It disappoints me in me that I would be judging. And sometimes judgments are subtle, and we don't even realize we're doing it until we're critiquing someone else's behavior. I want to invite you all to come in today and talk to Colin at 646-595-3584. Let's hear what you have to say about critiquing others. It's so hard. You know, I think that we have free will. And we all seem to think that we are the ones who should be governing that. As a kid, my mom would remind me that I shouldn't be judging other people and that that was God's right, not mine. But certainly that did not save me from yammering on and on about how someone is not right. It should come as no surprise that I went into a profession where I was paid to be right and to convince other people I was right. But you know what's interesting about that is I would spend time thinking about how the other side would be right too. And then I would develop reasons for why they weren't. I would look at the law and try to explain why my reasoning of what the law wanted was right. So a pretty judgy profession. No surprise that we call those who decide who's right and who's wrong judges in my old profession. But it does interest me where I was wrong. And as I said in the write-up today is my mom would tell me not to let my tongue block my eye tooth. And sometimes that proves true even today in the desire to be right. I sometimes don't pause and listen to what the other person is saying and needing. And so today I think that we're at a time of crisis that goes beyond a crisis of body. It goes beyond a virus, and it goes to our spirits. And how are we treating each other? And we spent several Sundays now talking about treating other people the way we want to be treated. And I understand that that is many times politicized. Can you politicize religion? You bet you can with dogma saying, I am right. I am right. So do I think that I'm right to stay inside? Yes. Did I think I was right the other night when I explained to a person who was at the door who told me I don't have coronavirus, I said, it's like, you don't know if you have coronavirus. I don't know if you have coronavirus. It is symptomless, folks, at times. And when it gets this to be full of symptoms, 
the person has already spent two to 14 days, maybe longer, but at least one to 14 days spreading the virus. So they don't look sick. They don't act sick. They don't talk sick. They don't feel sick, but they are sick. That doesn't mean we don't love them if we don't want to be around them or we don't want to take the chance. But it does raise a question of how much are we willing to do for others if we were in their situation? And how do we define that? Are we being kind? The bottom line is we are all in this together. Yesterday I was reading an article about the Outer Banks, a group of islands in the Carolinas, and how in order to get in, because people who don't live there are not allowed to go in, and by living there your ID has to have an address. People who don't live there can't get in. And when they ask the, and this is being vigorously enforced, so you can't get in. You're excluded. It's an us and them. You remember Pink Floyd, some of you may, we're all just ordinary men. Us, us, us and them. Forward they cried from the rear. It's a battle. It's a war. And people want to define an enemy. They can't have a germ be the enemy. So it has to be someone else. So in any event, people can't come in because the risks are so high. Tell who's sick. And so they're sneaking in. And they ask the sheriff, who is working very hard and has staff working to keep people from getting in, what's he going to do? And it was real clear. Basically, it's all or none. So he's going to take everybody off the island or he's going to let everyone who is there stay. And that's kind of the situation we're in right now, my friends. We're in a situation where we're all in this together. There is no one not involved, no matter their faith. Although there seems to be a dis on lower economic people, everyone is getting this. Boris Johnson got this, the head of a country. Some congressmen are getting it. And I know, I know, I, I, having grown up in a fundamentalist type world, even though it was a Methodist church, I see the stuff that's going on and I could hear depending on the politics, how that could be spun. So that there's going to be a great big storm in the South today. People have no problem equating God with a storm. But then they would stand at the pulpit and say that God was mad at the South. You think that's true? Nah. It's weather. So what lesson is God teaching us? He's teaching us to stop judging people as right and wrong. Stop looking for someone to blame. Stop being angry at a time when we're supposed to be staying inside. Stop being angry and stay inside, I guess. 
But I feel those feelings in myself too. I feel anger at little things like someone wanting to get within six feet of me when I didn't have a face mask because I can't find one to buy. Or um, I was frustrated and I'm afraid. Are any of you afraid? Six four six five nine five three five eight four. Call in here or sign up for a blog talk account. Explain why you want, why you are, or you are not afraid. But folks, when we're afraid, that's usually when we fail the love test. That's usually when we fail being kind. That's usually when we become our most judgmental. That's usually when we need to be right because somehow we think if we were large and in charge, at least we would keep ourselves alive. There's a bigger picture going on here than me, than you. And how does that fear serve us? How does slashing the tires of nurses and other healthcare providers serve anyone? How does not taking care of each other serve anyone? How does wanting it my way, which is that none of us would be quarantined, and doing it because I want it that way, help the situation? How does saying, oh, well, people my age are willing to die for this? I'm going to tell you what, folks. I don't plan on dying, and you will be hearing me for a long time. But I am pretty worried that that seems like that's okay to some people. And it seems to be okay to find their decisions. But when your decisions are grounded in love, when they're grounded in being kind, you know that. When they're grounded in uplifting, when they're grounded in protection, you know that. You don't have to justify it by saying, listen, everybody should just do as I say, and then it, they will be okay. And if they're not, they're okay with dying. Does that sound like a kind decision? I'm seeing more and more hints as I listen to things and I look around that are causing me to believe that that's what this is all about. That we've gotten to a place where hate is so dominant in our lives that the message from all that is is saying, what are you doing, folks? Cutting off your hands? Don't you know we are of the body and the body is one? That's Corinthians. 
think about it in a concept of us all being worthwhile. What are you doing to help each other? What are we all doing to help each other? Whoops, there's someone there who's calling in from 951, and I just, so I'm going to invite them to come on. Good morning. Uh, this is Mara. How are you today? Hello? Okay, I was just listening. Oh, do you prefer just to listen? I'll do that. Can I ask what your name is? I'm sorry. I'll put you in. Oh, he hung up. I'm sorry that he hung up. He could have just listened. I would have. You can call back in 951. I'll just put you, leave you in listening mode. What would God do now? What would love do now? Is really the challenge we are all facing. We don't have to be side by side and touching. Kai. We aren't side by side, and yet we touch every Sunday. I have people listening to are joining that circle, and they feel the energy that we bring to the moment. Because we exist as energy also. And our kindness fills the room and circles the world. So let's try that right now. Let's do a little meditating because we've had a lot of me talking already. And remembering we're all in this together, I'm going to, and I apologize, I did not select the music ahead of time I thought I had, but it's not in front of me. We're going to do Randy Lee Church Unwind. As we meditate, it's a little bit long, and sometimes it feels long. I used to test people when I first started doing this program, and I would do just one minute of music. And it was amazing, because one minute was long enough for them to breathe in and connect with all that is, and feel the presence of God surrounding them. One minute doesn't take a lot of time, and yet so many people put it off, and they put it off to doing it only on Sundays. As I was preparing for this program, I lit a, a piece of incense, a stick of incense, and as I was breathing in that fragrant air, I could feel, John, I could feel my chakras lining up just with the presence of God around me. But most of us feel it we're too busy. We don't realize when we feel our frustrations building up and we're in a traffic jam, something we're not experiencing anymore, that if we start sending prayers to the cars around us, that we can accomplish a lot in those stalled moments of bringing peace to ourselves and sending peace to others. You each are a powerful message, powerful message of God's love and your chance to show that doesn't take a lot of energy. An act of kindness 
lives on and on and gets replicated. If we start modeling being kind instead of acquiring things, I've come to know there's a concept called influencers. Why don't we all become influencers of kindness? Influences of good words. Influencers of building a sense that someone is enough. That opportunity is here every day for us, and especially now when there are so many who don't have. Give more, not less. Believe in the energy that is created by giving kindness. You may not feel that it's reciprocated, but that's okay. It's not about recognition. It's about by others. It's about recognition within yourself that you are enough. It's like that song, Be Still Thy Soul, that I play at the beginning of the program. I know that was a lot of silence today. I used to do real radio, and so I know that you're not supposed to have silence like that. But the words of that song are so dynamic. All that you need is within you. You are enough, my friends. You don't have to go off and sell your words to someone. I'm sorry, I'm just so done in with mega churches. I saw my grandpa, although he probably could afford it, giving money to a guy named Oral Roberts as a child. And he would send the money off dutifully, and he would get a new request just barely as the stamp hit the envelope on the first request. And he would send more money. And in those days, we're talking a dollar, $2, $5. I don't think $5 is. That was a lot of money. But, you know, he was sharing. But what did Oral Roberts need to have grand things for? Why did he need a mansion? Why is it that somehow we've convinced ourselves that God gives those who are better more? No, that's a man-made invention. Those who are better have influenced, those who believe they are better have influenced us into thinking they are better and therefore deserve more. But no one deserves more. What we each deserve is to be our best self and feel the joy inside of knowing we are enough without judgment of each other. What a challenge. Huge, huge challenge. So let me play Randy Lee's Church Unwind and let us begin to unite our circle of love. Influencers of love. Not things not our personal wealth, not our self-aggrandizement, but of love. I don't need followers. I don't need anyone to ever listen to this show, but if someone does, they were drawn here. That's why I feel sorry the guy with 951 disappeared. I'm not sure where 951 is. 
I should probably look. That's always possible. Oops, excuse my phone. Let's see, 951 area code. Where is that? Oh, it's in California. Came from, so it's in California. Pretty big place, California. Lots of influencers. And there are a lot of people who are being kind to each other now. And there's lots of people. But no one. They're getting numbers that most of us cannot in our wildest dreams fathom ever having in terms of wealth. But they continue to accrue. What is enough to give? That's for each of us to decide. But certainly giving. My mama used to say, give until it hurts. She was such a kind, caring woman. I can remember we would walked up the alleyway one time, and we went into this house that was kind of dark. And they had this little drip, drip, drip coming from the sink. And I went over to turn it off. And my mama says, no, no, don't turn off that. That's their only water. And I learned the water was turned off because they couldn't afford to pay for their water. And the house was dark because they couldn't afford to pay for their electricity. But today we weren't there to judge them. Today we were to celebrate the mama of the house's birthday. And my mom brought her a cake and reminded her that the world was a better place because she was here. Because none of us are here by accident. But we all grow and bask in kindness. So let us begin Randy Lee's Church Unwind. Actually, my instincts just told me to change Guy Sent by Anil, uh, which is the same group that does Be Still Thy Soul. Historically, I got these pieces of music um, from the wide open internet uh, because at one point, people were called on to meditate together for love. This was way back when, during the Iraq conflict. My daughter was in Iraq, her husband was in Iraq, and my grandson was living with me. And everyone was supposed to join their energy at precisely the same moment and pray to fire the grid of love that could change things in this world. 2002 or 2006, I believe. Maybe different time. Don't hold me to that. I'm not being an authoritarian historically here. But it it was after I had returned home to California and resumed the practice of law to feed my family. So it was about 2006 or so. My grandson and I got up together. And at like 4 o'clock in the morning, some crazy time, and we sat there and prayed together.
in an effort, just as we're doing here, to change the energy that's encircling our globe to energy of love, not hate, not a need to be right, not judgment, not name-calling, not politics, not keeping money and not giving money here and not giving money there and giving money here, but instead of love. Sharing with open hands. And so we're going to do a Nile because this was played then, and we're going to open our hands when the music starts. Let us all begin breathing together as one, because ultimately we are one. Let's pull our breath in through the soles of our feet as though our noses were there. Sipping breath, pull the breath up the front of your calves, up your thighs, and then cross down to your buttocks and meet at the base chakra, at your tailbone. Feel the fear that is driving so many of us right now and release that fear into the earth from whence it came. Rest in your base chakra. Feel the liberty of not having fear, of being one with all that is. And reach out to your dominant hand and take the hand of God as you know God to be to your right or to your left. Feel the peace of holding God as you know God to be by the hand and know that God will be with you in this room where you are after this program ends today and will always be as close as you're reaching out your hand. Now, Pull your fearless breath up to your sacral chakra. Ah, the zone of creativity. It's so crazy and scary to be creative in a world that is full of chaos. I can think that the person who suggested people pass on one act of kindness was viewed as unusual and there were some of who mocked and tried to bring that person down what a creative thought be kind or the Dalai Lama who said be kind whenever possible and it's always possible is probably ridiculed by some being creative 
with love and kindness is risky. But sitting here holding the hand of God as you know God to be, infuse your sacral chakra, your personal creativity, your intuition with fearless breath and reach out your non-dominant hand and take the hand of someone else's God beside you. Feel the pulsing curse, course, excuse me, of God holding your hand. Feel that energy moving away from you and through you, coming through another listener's concept of God, through your body, through your concept of God, like a wave at a football game, sipping in breath and staying at peace, knowing you are connected always to God, no matter what name you give God. Some call God no name, and that's okay. When I was studying the Old Testament, we were taught that God is a name that should not be spoken. That may be why people sometimes say in Christian churches, don't use the Lord's name in vain. Now pull your fearless, creative breath up to your solar plexus, the zone of healing. Feel the peace that infuses through your body as the yellow energy of healing courses through your blood, healing you from the negative effects of fear, of hate. that you are enough just as you are using your fearless creative healing breath infuse your intuitions infuse the power to heal know that within you is the ability to bring yourself whole and united with God just as you are in this circle pull your fearless creative healing energy up to your heart how many times has your heart been stamped on in life how many times have people been given recognition and you've been ignored is that a statement about them or about your need to be recognized because know that whomever or whatever you are holding your right hand with what you understand God to be sees your beauty and sees your glistening qualities you don't need to have man's recognition 
How many times have you loved? And not had that love reciprocated? All the heart breaks. Someone told me once that I wasn't doing this show because my heart was broken by what I was seeing. And that may be true. But now I feel my heart filled with love because we can be love. Feel a beacon of love coming out your heart as we send love to all of our world leaders, to all of the leaders at high points and at low points in government, sending love, inspire in them the ability to see more in others than they are showing them and inspire in us that same quality. To spread wealth, to spread security, to enrich people by informing them and living as though they are enough. They don't have to live without. Let's inspire our leaders. Continue breathing in fearless, creative, healing, loving energy. Let's come up to our throat chakra, our words. Oh, we cause such pain with our words and are pained by others with their words. Let's use the energy of the gods surrounding us right now in this place to release the pains of caring if we have been acting in kindness to let go of self-judgment to know that we can begin anew we can start over even when we fail even when we use words that don't uplift We can shake it off. I used to sometimes walk out of the room and walk back in and start over. People would giggle, but the reality is, let's start fresh every second is right now. The great moment of now is all we have. We can't change what we have done, but we can take from what we've done the lessons we've learned and move forward in love. Pulling your fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving, forgive yourself, my friends. We're not being perfect. We are only perfect when we are all united at the end. Breath up to your soul, to your third eye, please. That zone between your eyes, the zone of manifestation. And empower yourself to be all that you can be. See yourself as beautiful in spirit 
indeed. This music is called The Journey. See yourself as on a journey. The best sum total of all you have lived. And if you are not, start over. No one is irredeemable. No one is without merit and value. You are enough. You are enough just as you are. You are what you have lived. Manifest who you choose to be today and always. And now pull your fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving, manifesting energy up to the top of your head, your crown chakra, and lift off the top as though it were a baseball cap and allow your breath to escape through the piper tubing of love and join your breath with God. The breath of God that is to your right and to your left Feel the energy of God's breath coursing through your body and know that that feeling is there for you always. If you just take time to slow down, turn off your perceptions of what the world is about. Turn off the negative energies that are circling you and invite God in. Let's just bask in that for one minute. That's a long time, but let's do it for one minute. I could feel the magnetic call of God to me. I can feel my head alive, my spine lined up, and now let us breathe out our divinely inspired breaths. Past manifesting, past the zone of forgiveness, past our heart, through the zone of healing, 
through the zone of creativity and enlightening and removing fear from us. We are not alone. We are in this together. I am going to end this program early today so that we can celebrate however we celebrate life with our families. We're having a virtual party, which makes me a little nervous because my tech skills are not great. It can happen because I have the support of others, and that's what you have, my friends. It's amazing how when you become kind as often as possible, the people around you seem to become kind as often as possible. And then we begin replicating kindness. And we are not alone because we are not doing it alone. We are doing it with and in the presence of God as you know God to be always. May you have a beautiful, beautiful Sunday. And until next week, I say namaste. I salute your inner divinity. Peace be with you now and always. Be part of a love movement. What would love do now?